0: Hey guys, welcome back to another Pitt Sports uh, Podcast. My name is Brian Sherry. I'm with Jermaine. Uh, yeah, I'm Jermaine thanks. Uh Today we're going to be talking about the Pitt football uh, season recap. We're going to go over a uh, recap of the season, some key games, uh, key players, and then we're going to go on to uh, predictions for the ACC championship and future bowl games. So we're going to start off with the recap of the season. Pitt went uh, ten and two. Um, Jermaine, what do you think about uh, key games? Which games stand out, stand out to you?
1: So everybody is uh, everybody loved the Clemson game, but I think that the two key games that where we won when we were supposed to win were actually the last two games of the season. Um, we had a couple good games before that. We had a good game against uh, the US, USC. I went to overtime. We had a good game. I got previously mentioned Clemson, but I think. Knowing that we had we had to win to make the ACC coastal, and we still did it, but like we, we were able to play with the pressure on our shoulders, and we came out on top. So I think the Virginia win and the Syracuse win were the best all season. How about uh, you? For
0: me, for me um, I'm going to go back to September. My first key game of the season that I thought was uh, where Pitt really stood out was that Tennessee game. Went into uh, SEC country. Picked up a win, 41-34. Uh, to 34. And I think, in my opinion, this was the first game that Pitt looked legit. Um, and then my second game, this is going to come to a surprise, given the opponent. But for my second game, I'm going to have to go with the New Hampshire game. Um, I know it was against a FCS opponent, but Pitt put on an incredible offensive show in that one. 707 yards of offense, which was a record for single-season offense in Pitt history. And also, I think this is the game where Kenny Pickett really emerged as a potential Heisman contender. Five touchdowns, 403 passing yards. So, in my opinion, those are the two games that really stood out to me.
1: And I, I would say I have to agree with you, because um, one thing about those games is that, especially in the Tennessee game, I feel like we just shocked a lot of people. Yeah, like, exactly. We were an ACC team, and we we struggled last year. So, to bounce back, and, and like I say. Tennessee has, isn't the best team in the SEC, but just knowing the talent that's on that team and just the environment we were in to go in there in a hostile environment midday and upset them. And the game wasn't entirely too close. And and with the New Hampshire game, like you say, it was offensive like parade, I feel like. I feel like everybody uh I feel like everybody performed well. Jordan Addison played well that game. Uh Izzy and Benikanda played well. So yeah, I, I would say i mean, yeah. Um,
0: yeah, like you said, uh, that Tennessee game really really impressed me. You know, going into Knoxville, Tennessee, and getting a win that's no easy task for any team, yeah. whether that be Alabama, uh, LSU, Ole Miss, any team. It's really difficult to get a win there at Tennessee, and we were able to pull that off,
1: yeah.
0: Um, so I want to go on to uh, some standout players. Uh, let's go over the award finalists. Um, obviously, Kenny Pickett up for the Heisman, as well as the Best QB in the country, um, Jordan Addison is up for the uh, uh Trophy. That's how you pronounce it. It's a very difficult one to pronounce. I'm not gonna lie. No. Um, but I want to go on to some like under underrated players. Jermaine, who do you think was a very like underrated player? Not named Kenny Pickett or Jordan Addison. Uh,
1: I I, I think our quarterback. Uh, I think, I think Mark, Marquise Williams. He had a really shaky season to start off but I think lately he's rebounded and he's became a really good stellar player on a defense who's been performing way better than we were. At the beginning of this, I mean, we still give up a decent amount of points, but at the beginning of the season, teams like, uh, well, we we saw the Western Michigan upset us because our defense gave up 45 points, you know, but late as of late, I think, I think Western Michigan was the only team to put up over 40 points on us. And as of late, we've, kept teams, like, within 20. And I, I think that's, yeah, like, we have to give some credit to the defensive as a whole, but especially Marquise Williams because they've been throwing the ball at us, and he's just he's just our quarterback one. Really, the whole defensive back group as a whole should get credit, but just because he's the starter quarterback, I wanted to give him some credit because he he's starting to play better than he was. How about yeah, you? Yeah, I,
0: I agree with you. I agree with you. Definitely the entire – the defense – has been shaky at times, but, um, you know, I believe that they're second in uh, the entirety of college football in sacks, yep. which that's pretty impressive. I think number one's Oklahoma State. I might be wrong. Um, but for me, the key players, um, I'm going to have to go with uh, two players, actually. Uh, the tight end duo of Lucas Kroll and Gavin Bartholomew have really impressed me. Um, you know, in years prior, uh, Pitt has not had the best tight end room. But this year, uh, we got graduate transfer from Florida, Lucas Kroll, who has done a tremendous job of catching the ball, and then freshman uh, Gavin Bartholomew has really impressed a lot of people, especially for a true freshman. He's uh, done a really good job blocking and scoring touchdowns as well, um, and I think he could be a good part of the offense in uh, years to come.
1: Yeah, I was gonna, uh, I'm gonna say Bartholomew really, really surprised me this year. Um, I just definitely didn't expect him to have that much contribution as he has. And he really, he really has showed us a lot. And the other players that we have to uh, keep our eye on are are the three, the three running back duo of uh, Izzy, Izzy, Amanda, Canada, Vincent Davis, and Ronnie Hammond. The thing I I think, I think the thing about this year, really, I think the reason why we're good and we're first time we won 10 games in 40 years, because our units as a whole, we don't have a weak unit this year. Yeah, yep. But running back stand out because it's a three back. Each of them have almost over five hundred yards. You can't really act at plus with five yards per carry. You can't really ask for more than that, you know. Especially, especially getting to the late, the end of the season, you need to establish your running game. So I think that that unit as a whole definitely should get some acknowledgement. Also, uh, Jordan Addison gets a lot of love, which. He should. He definitely deserves it. He's a Blinn call winner. I just think he's gonna win it. I, he's best receiver to touch pit since Larry Fitzgerald. But we can't. We can't eliminate uh, backup wide receiver Jerry Way. He's had a great season as well as a like a as a red zone threat and just a go up and get a receiver. So
0: yeah, I think our entire wide receiver core has really, really shocked the country. Yeah. Um, obviously, Addison uh, leading the uh, entirety of college football in touchdowns. Definitely the best wide receiver in college football, in my opinion. Yep. Um, potential first round pick in years probably next year. Yep. Um, another wide receiver I uh I really think did a tremendous job this year was uh Shockey Jock Luis. He's definitely a really underrated player. Um Mac, Mac also very, very underrated. Uh, you know, playing side by side with Jordan Addison. I'm sure it's difficult to share the spotlight, but yeah. They have done a tremendous job. Um, and now I want to go on to uh, predictions for the ACC championship game. Uh, Jermaine, what do you think the
1: uh, final score is going to be at that one? So, uh, actually, on the staff, uh, the staff did did uh, uh, predictions, staff predictions. Yep. But most of the staff is predicting a higher scoring game, with uh, you know, with the defense not having that much of a impact but meaning the opposite i'm i'm, I'm seeing a high score game compared to what we've put up like we both teams average over forty two points a game but i really expect the score to be something around the lines of 35 to 28 pit um i think because we have the improved running game we have the improved running game and we have the stars like I think I think um Wake Forest doesn't have the stars to compete with us. No disrespect to Sam Hartman, but he doesn't they don't have a Kevin Pittman mm. or a Jordan Addison, you know? Like they just don't have it. So I think that gives us the edge. I think the defense are definitely going to be um definitely going to be the expected in this game.
0: Uh yeah, I mean um defensively, uh Wake Forest's offensive line has definitely struggled this year. Um I believe they're in the bottom half in sacks allowed in the ACC and Pitt Pitt defensive line has been tremendous this year with racking up sacks. Um so I'm expecting to see a lot of pressure on QB Sam Hartman. Um also I'm predicting a game very similar to the Virginia game. going to be very high scoring but with a lot of turnovers. Yeah. I think that's going to be um I know Wake Forest secondary is pretty strong. Um Kenny Pickett's definitely going to have to look out for uh Wake Forest secondary. Um, and then on the opposite end of the field, I think Pitt's secondary has been pretty decent this year as well. Um, so I think Sam Hartman is also going to give up a lot of interceptions. But um, both offenses, of course, have been tremendous, scoring a lot of points. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm expecting a high-scoring game, a lot of turnovers. But I think in the end, Pitt will come on top just because uh, defensive line, the sacks, I think that's going to cre- create a tremendous amount of pressure on uh, Wake Forest quarterback, which is eventually going to win the ball
1: game for the Panthers. Yeah, and I think the, the key thing to notice this game, like you said, it's going to be the turnovers. Both Kenny Pickett and uh, Sam Harmon have thrown a majority of their interceptions. Kenny has thrown seven interceptions. Four of them have been in the month of November. Uh, Sam Harmon has thrown uh, ten, 10 interceptions, Seven of them were in the month of November. So the later the season goes, the less efficient these quarterbacks have been. And I think, I guess, like you said, I think we have a pretty good defense. I think they have a decent defense as well. So I think the defense will definitely be uh, an a X factor for this game.
0: Yeah, it's definitely going to factor into the game. But, I mean, the narrative going around is definitely it's going to be an offensive game. That's for sure. Definitely. All right. So uh, what about bowl games? Well, so, Jermaine, where
1: do you see uh, Pitt landing? So I think with the whip, I think we can potentially sneak ourselves into – so the college football playoff is weird. The New York State six bowls are weird. So I think it's the cotton bowl and the orange bowl this year are uh, college football playoff um, bowls. So I think maybe we can sneak into the Rose Bowl maybe against a Pac-12 team like Oregon or Iowa, or maybe we get into like a fiesta bowl against a team like BYU and or like runner up of the Big Ten. Uh yeah, right now I think um uh most of the news
0: outlets have Pitt landing at the Peach Bowl on uh December thirtieth in Atlanta. Yeah. And uh I think most of the predictions have us playing Ole Miss. However, there's one matchup I really, really want to see, and that's Notre Dame. A Notre Dame versus Pitt game would be really, really fun. I have a lot of friends that are huge Notre Dame fans. To so to uh, excuse me, to see Pitt knock off Notre
1: Dame would be would be a lot of fun, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. I I just think because Notre Dame is a ACC school. Besides football, football, they're independent. But other than that, every other sport, the ACC. So it's kind of like a little rival we have with the, you know. Yeah. Not, not official with football, but it would be – I think that would be a great game. If that's who I want to play. Uh, but I would also like to see us, I guess, a top-notch opponent, like a, a Clemson – not a Clemson, like an Alabama or – or like just a top-notch opponent to where we can really make a name for ourselves because we've done that all year. You know, yeah. and continue that trend. And I think – that we're, like, we're here to stay, you know?
0: Yeah, I think uh, Ole Miss would also be a really fun one to watch. Uh, yeah. Have uh, Matt Corral versus Kenny Pickett. Yeah. Uh, probably the top two quarterbacks in the upcoming draft. Yeah. Uh, two Heisman candidates. I think that would be a really cool narrative to see. Uh, definitely a lot of offense. Um, but, of course, all of this is uh, dependent on Pitt winning the ACC championship on Saturday. Yeah. Um, if they lose, I'm seeing uh, – a lot of predictions of where they'll land. I heard the Gator Bowl is a potential option. Um, I think I think if Pitt loses, I think the best matchup would be Penn State versus Pitt, potentially at, like, the Pinstripe Bowl. That's yeah. a bit of a stretch, I think. Uh, in my humble opinion, I think Penn State's a little out of our league this year, which That's is cool. definitely something cool to say. But, I, again, in-state rivalry be a very, very fun one to watch.
1: Yeah, especially because we are getting that rivalry back. Next year we're getting we're getting our West Virginia rivalry back, but we won't play Penn State for a while. So if we were to unfortunately lose Saturday, it would be nice to see us to go against a team that we have some I hate to say hatred for, but some a rivalry with so we can actually be invested into the game. Yeah, yeah, of course. And it would be a good way to send we're losing a lot of teams this year. It'll be a good way to send Kenny Pickett off and Burkosha, Davis, and there's a lot of these guys who've been around for a while for our ups and our downs. Yeah. Yeah. All
0: right. So to wrap things up, um, let's do a little predictions for next year. Jermaine, what do you feel What do you feel about Pitt's football next season?
1: So I think this is a, a good year for us because your quarterback is almost the most important position on your team. So I think losing Kenny is going to lose us at least two two more games, but I think with the talent we have, like Jordan, Addison returning and a lot of our defensive stars returning. I think we'll be able to maintain our, maintain our, uh, our our success, and I think we'll be able to win about, we'll go about eight and four next year. That's my prediction. Yeah, I'm gonna have to
0: agree with you. Eight and four sounds about right. Um, I definitely think, obviously, losing Kenny Pickett is gonna be a tough loss. That's gonna be a very difficult gap to fill. Uh, not only on the field, but also in leadership. I know Kenny has been a very big leader for uh, this Pitt team this year. Um, but, yeah, I'm thinking eight and four. Um, I think it will be interesting to see how Pitt uh, competes in the Coastal Division next year. Um, I definitely think we have a shot to uh, repeat as Coastal Championships and return to Charlotte next year. Um, but, yeah, I mean, off, on offense, uh, we obviously have Jordan Addison returning. Uh, Gavin Bartholomew, really excited to see what he does next year. He's been tremendous as a freshman. So let's hope for the best as a sophomore. Um, Yeah, other than that, um, I think it could be an interesting year. It's definitely going to be a trial to see how Coach uh,
1: Pat Narduzzi uh, can develop the young players. I was just about to say, so Narduzzi has been our coach for a while. I think he's a pretty good coach, but he definitely has some questions raised about him. This year was big for his resume to show that he can win with talent. But sometimes you got to win without – as much talent. You know, you got to win without an NFL quarterback or without a potential Hydra winner, without a Belitnikov winner. So I want to see how he rebounds next year with losing that talent. And I want to see if he's able to continue that success. And if he is, he should move into the elite ranks of coaches in the ACC.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think he's uh, definitely up there after this season. But next year will be a really, really tough test for him. Yep. All right. I think that's going to wrap things up. Uh, Thank you guys for tuning in. Again, my name is Brian Sherry. And I'm Jermaine Sykes. And uh, thank you for watching.
1: Thank you guys so much. Have a good day. This is the production of the Pitt News, the University of Pittsburgh student newspaper. The outro music is Awakening Instrumental by Waterboy from Pixabay. If you're interested in hearing more stories, you can visit our website at pitnews.com or check out our weekly print editions at any of the various Marks locations around campus. Thank you for listening and have a great day.